This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Offering is the truth, nothing more. The China virus, you suggest that it's a bioweapon. There's no evidence of any of that, and we're also in the middle of a spate of attacks against Asian Americans. Aren't you just feeding that? Uh, pretty irresponsible. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you're not going to turn this into something else. This is a virus that killed all kinds of people. It had nothing. It has nothing to do with anyone's race or ethnicity. It has nothing to do with any of that. So no, not at all. Yes. Let me, let me oh, sure. Let's be real clear about something. I'm very disturbed that you would even ask that kind of question. Chinese Americans are not necessarily members of the Chinese Communist Party. Understand that the Communist Chinese Party rejects virtually every provision in what is known as our Bill of Rights. Recognize that the Chinese Communist Party does not believe in the kind of republic that we believe in. And for you to associate the Communist Chinese Party with Chinese Americans, as you have done, I would submit is egregious and wrong. But with respect to bioweapons, Marjorie Taylor Greene asked a really good question. Now, I serve on the House Armed Services Committee and on the Science, Space, and Technology Committee. Ask yourself, America, this question. When we talk about gain of function, let's be a little bit more specific about what we're talking about here. We're talking about a dangerous virus being changed so that it is much more communicable, meaning people are much more likely to get it, and or it becomes much more deadly. Now, why would any country... Why would any country do that with a virus to make it more contagious and make it more deadly if not for militarization purposes? And if you look at the Communist Chinese Party's background and its relationship with the military, it leads you but to one logical conclusion. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. This is your boy here, Scott, here from Woke Society. It's great to be back here on a Tuesday. Had a crazy uh, last two days uh, Two days off getting the, uh, getting, the, getting the apartment ready, getting everything ready for a little Woke here. He's officially due on Saturday, so things are a little bit high tense here, but we're going to get through it. But welcome in, guys. It's episode number 57, Biden COJ, FBI prepped to take on digital soldiers. What are they planning next? We're going to break this all down, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, it is Taco Tuesday, so I'm sporting my taco, uh, my space taco, uh, cat shirt. And it's great to be back, guys. It really is. 
Had a nice two days off and all that good stuff, and we are here now. So welcome in everybody out on Twitch, on DLive, on the Foxhole.app, the best app built by Patriots for Patriots, and all that good stuff, guys. Welcome in. Great to see you here. Also on Rumble, on Odyssey, and all those other live streams, guys. We have a lot to break down today, as we always do. There is a full-on assault coming uh, for, for Americans. Basically, basically anyone that's not towing the establishment uh, bullshit, pretty much, at this point. And we're going to break this all down today because it's coming, and we need to be ready. And this is what we're going to be talking about today and some other uh, other things that I got lined up here. So that's going to be the main event and all that good stuff. But I am proud to announce uh, my sponsor here. This was my original sponsor when I first started getting out. And uh, they are back here again, and I want my mods. If they can please drop the links for Flip City Magazine. They are back, and they are coming back hard here. And the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, if we all need laughs in our lives, we need it bad. We need to make humor of these situations that we're in. This is how I cope with uh, with high stress and the clown world that we're living in. What you guys are getting with Flip City Magazine, you guys are getting a comedy satire magazine that rivals, and it's, it is even better than the Babylon Bee. This is made by two patriots out in California who love this country and they pour everything into this, guys. And what I'm also asking for is for anyone that out, that's out there that has um, any artistic ability that wants to maybe write for these guys, even do some funny sketches for these guys, they are looking for people and patriots to help build this magazine out, and it's absolutely fantastic, guys. Right now, you can get a full subscription, six issues, for just 40 bucks, or you can get single prints, and all the prices are here, guys. These are full color. The one I have right now, this is their latest magazine. I'm going to put this right up here now. This is their latest magazine. And it's, of course, the best thing about it, it is no political correctness. Guaranteed PC-free, guys. And you can just look here. Just just flipping open this. It is full color, and it's beautiful, and it makes fun of all the people we talk smack about on this show. So, guys, please go to the link that my mods are dropping here. That is my affiliate link, and you guys can get a nice price on some really funny magazines that you can keep in the family, keep it around for years to come. It is truly a bookmark of history that you guys can always refer to and even pass down to your kids to remember these times that we're living in this clown world. So, guys, again, go support Flip City Magazine. And uh, go check out the uh, that link there. And please, it supports not just them, but it supports this channel. Guys, I hope you're ready for the news blitz, because I'm ready to do it. We got stuff to talk about. Let's do it. Okay, out here in New York. <laughs> this is from the Daily Mail. Triumphant Cuomo blows kisses and declares New York's pandemic is over. Saying we can return to life as we know it, and as California's Newsom drops all his rules too after both states vaccinate 70% uh, of their adults. And I really find this funny because where is the science? Where is the science that made, hey, New York and California, we're both going to have 70% vaccination rates by the 15th. And by then, we are going to then open up our states. I don't. This is the scary part because I've been talking about on this channel, guys, for a while. What I think is going to turn into the next pandemic is going to be the the fallout of what these vaccines are going to be doing to people, and we're already seeing it now. And if these numbers are true, that seventy percent of these two states um, have vaccinated people, man, we are in for a shitstorm. And I hope it's going to be okay, but I, I don't. I really don't know. But anyways, out here in New York, it's officially over apparently, and COVID is gone. And there's little man, which I'm going to have to kick him out in a little bit because he was on a shaking spree um, before the show here. But yes, this is. Uh, I guess it's good news. I guess out here for New York, but most people, 
Um, a lot of people aren't wearing masks anymore, and it is officially um, over, I guess, now. I didn't even know about this um, until Bree sent this to me not too long ago. So that's great. That's great out here in New York that this is officially over. But anyways, let's go back out to what's going on over with Joe Biden over at these NATO meetings. Now, he's over there in Geneva as well, but this was from yesterday, and he had a moment here with uh, when a reporter asked about Vladimir Putin, and he kind of had one of those moments where he kind of just glitched out, and I kind of edited this one. You guys will see what I mean. Here we go. Suggestion that you had called him a killer. Is that still your belief, sir, that he is a killer? And I'll continue the trend if you don't mind of asking a second question. Do you believe... If he does agree to cooperate, then what kind of a challenge do you find yourself in? How would you ever trust him? And if Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify, what do you say to Vladimir Putin? <laughs> Answer the first question. <laughs> I'm laughing, too. They actually, I. Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that. Uh, uh... <laughs> the answer is, I believe he has in the past essentially acknowledged that he was, uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. But look, um, when I was asked that question on air, I answered it honestly. But it's not much of a, I, 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 I don't think it matters a whole lot in terms of this next meeting we're about. No, none of that matters, Joe. None of that matters. The guy that you're going to be meeting with that you can't meet with by yourself, you called him a murderer. And Putin, Putin didn't really have any kind of response to it besides him just laughing at it. But guys, I'm just going to run through these clips real quick because I hate talking about Joe Biden. This is why I'm throwing in the beginning because what his DOJ and FBI are doing are going to be, there's going to be ramifications and we need to be prepared. So he had a glitch there and now he was out in the uh, European U.S. summit and his boy here, Anthony Blinken, his secretary of state, is sitting there staring at him confused as well. And again, it's just a national embarrassment um, on all levels here. Here's this. Uh, here's another good one. And uh, I've said before, and I apologize for you. Oh, I didn't. I feel sorry. I'm leaving out a lot of people here. I apologize. I'm going to get in trouble. But just spit it out joe spit it out and the best part is i got this video here i think dre fans are made this one this one's perfect you guys all you guys all remember adam sandler in this movie here we go i'm leaving out a lot of people here i apologize i'm gonna get in trouble but, anyway, but um uh today um, junior uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot that uh, that is. Look at this face. Look at that face. She's just staring me like, "Yep, can we please just get this over with, guys?" This is the thing. These war leaders know. The people know. The entire world knows that this entire presidency was a sham, and it's going to continue to be a sham, and it's going to be a bloodbath uh, come tomorrow. Um, if any of this is televised between Biden and Putin, and last one here because we like to have fun on this show. Um, some of his, uh, Biden's, uh, you know, his flashcards were spotted and we, it was kind of weird seeing this come out because we didn't, we, what we thought orange man bad was done, but apparently it's still not over yet. Joe Biden fiddles with a flashcard of anti-Trump talking points during a press conference in England. Uh, Biden branching the card labeled DOJ talking points while speaking Sunday in Cornwall. Uh, the cards include a number of pre-planned answers. That's including a claim that Trump, quote, abused power. <laughs> 
we're just having some fun here, guys. But it's uh, it's this is the thing. He's going to continue to come out here, blame Trump supporters, and he's going to blame Trump. And because he's going to, as you guys are going to see here in just a moment, he's going to be waging war against anybody that loves this country, and we have to be prepared for it. But either way, this is another uh, another uh, clip here between Mike Lindell and. Um, and Steve Bannon from Bannon's War Room. And he's pretty much saying that he's going to be holding a conference. Um, Mike Lindell's going to be holding this big supportorium or something like that. Big conference with these hackers, white hat hackers. And they're going, he's inviting everybody, Democrats. He even said, hey, the CCP wants to come down here. He, they can come down here too. And they can sit to a certain next, uh, sit to a certain somebody if they want in the crowd. This is what he had to say about it. Would you be open to have the people that you've accused of basically uh, stealing this election, the Chinese Communist Party, would you be open if they were officially authorized to be in the United States to be there? Yes, absolutely. They can sit right next to Brian Kemp and Doug Ducey in the front row. <laughs> Now, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I love Mike Lindell. I know some people weren't too happy with my take about his free speech platform, which I did here over the uh, over the weekend. Uh, some some people calling me out and some others out on it. But, hey, it is what it is. The thing is, I, I still have respect for Mike Lindell. To me, what does Mike Lindell have to lose at this point? He's already tanked so much, so much of his business for attaching himself to these audits, uh, to going after Dominion, to teaming up with Trump. Mike Lindell has to go all in with this. This is hinging. His entire reputation is hinging on this. And the thing is, I think he's a good guy. I think he's going to expose some great things. But will anything come of it? He's holding this press conference or this big thing with white hat hackers. So we will have to see. But, guys, as far as the agenda for what these uh, these Dems want with this anti-police movement, we are seeing the effects of it right here. And from the Daily Mail, police retirements have soared 45% since BLM protests erupted and Atlanta homicides have surged another 60% up from the historic high in 2020 after 200 cops quit. Now, this might have been the, the outcome that they wanted this entire time, that they're going to put so much pressure on these police to make the job just so unbearable that people are going to retire early and quit. And this is why I'm saying, guys, if you live around any of these cities and these Democrat strongholds, you need to get out now. Things aren't going to get better. The left is not going to relinquish what they've already conquered as far as their their uh, their their attitudes and what they're trying to put forward as far as their agenda. They're not going to stop. To them, it, it's the genie is out of the bottle as far as the corrupt e- election and all the things that they they themselves are trying to conquer. They can't put BLM back, BLM and Antifa back into a bottle. They are what they are, and the world knows exactly who they are. And as a result of this, we see things like this out in California, where you have these rules that if you shoplift under nine hundred and fifty dollars, you can actually get away with it and not get in trouble. And we saw this today. This was out of a, a Target or, or a Walgreens, and we see the security guard and this woman filming it, and the security guard does, does nothing. He actually makes a sad attempt at stopping him, and you guys are going to laugh at this. Check this out. Wow. Oh, yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> And guys, this is being allowed to happen. This is being allowed to happen. And this is what happens when you start chipping away at the cornerstones of society and our and our foundations and the places we live. This is, again, this was out of San Francisco, California. Not much different out here in New York City as far as the police um, situation. And just looking at the uh, Twitch chat, Harley Lady 1776 says, Asheville, North Carolina has lost 200 or more. I'm, I, I live in North Carolina. 
it's it that is not that is not good for anybody. Even the people that we don't that we despise that believe in this stuff, it's not good for us. It's not good for them, and it's only going to turn out. Um, again, that's why I keep saying, guys, get out of these cities while you still can. And this is the uh, this thing here, as I like to joke around me, me and Methods are always saying with how everything's going, we're gonna have to learn Chinese pretty soon. And uh, so, guys, I'm bringing you some vocab for China uh, for China today. Here's a good one. Uh, if you got kids, might do, might have to do earmuffs. How to say fuck off in Chinese? Follow me, learn more Chinese. <laughs> That's today's news blitz. <laughs> All right. Okay. Guys, I'm trying to cut down the news blitz a little bit quicker. I'm like, 20 minutes is not a blitz. Maybe 10 to 15 minutes, that's a blitz for uh, for covering like seven, eight articles in that time. So we're going to cut that down a bit, and that's exactly what we're doing, guys. Thank you so much for all the support that you guys are providing already so far. I see so many viewers over on Twitch, on DLive. And, guys, I'm not gonna, I, I promise I will not ignore you guys over on DLive as much as I have been. I need, I'm going to pay attention to you guys as well. Um, I was just so focused on Foxhole, the gold pill system, the last couple weeks. It just kind of took me over. But I see you guys over on DLive. Thank you, guys, and Foxhole and everyone else on Rumble, on Odyssey, all these great places, of course, on WokeSize.tv to all my Roku members. Thank you, guys. And, again, welcome back to my beautiful mods here, all of them, especially Sookie. She took a nice vacation, and she's back. Big shout-out to her. Got, got, no, got nothing but love. And uh, let me just see here, guys. We got some gold pill donations already flowing here. Sookie with the shades. Come on, baby Odin. Shasta's mom with a can. Shasta's mom with two cans. Adam74, 1,600 gold pills. And it says a so gift from Australia. Love the show. Awesome, my friend. Great to see you from Australia. I wonder what time it is over there. Special Patriot 72 with a can. Tans with a ship. Staying sharp, Scott, as a new dad. Keep it coming, buddy. Jenna Sebi with the shades. Heather July with a can. Wired wrong with a cookie. Coco Cats. And with the shades and Cocoa Cats in their can and with the cookie. We're going all around. We're at 5,600 gold pills already, guys. Let's crush it today. Now, the video that I'm going to show you is coming from a person that I did not expect to go full-on woke. And he did, uh, and his name is John Stewart. And he actually got funny again, which is actually shocking to me. This video, um, this I think this was out last night. He drops some red pill bombs about what he thinks as far as the origins of COVID. And this is going to uh, be the video to lead us into the main events here, guys. Thank you all for coming out here. You guys are amazing. We're going to get into it. This is the funny, this is the video of the day. And I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has in many ways helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic. Uh, which was more than likely caused by science. So, and that's kind of... Oh, no, 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 no. Now, listen, listen. Look at the name! Look at the name! Can I let me see the business card? So 
show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it squeezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 Turning patriots and now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through projects looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both societies, fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. Oh my goodness gracious, we got a party over here on Woke Societies today. It's so great to see you, fam. I love my Woke fam. You guys are keeping me going every single day here. And it's funny here, we got Remy Hendrix's experiences getting wrecked by the guy that pretty much made you. Yeah, Colbert didn't really know what to do because, God forbid, some kind of baseness leaks onto his show and he fucking... Wait, John, sit down, sit down, sit down. Come on now, guys. That was pretty good, though. It's just it's just kind of makes me sick, too, that, that even... Even John Stewart and uh, all these guys are pretending like, oh, we, we didn't mock all these people for over a year and a half. Oh, and now, now there we have we have some kind of inkling of proof now that it's that wasn't bats, and we're gonna pretend like we're all jumping on the bandwagon now. Come on, guys, unbelievable! It is Taco Tuesday, guys. So hence the music. We are here for the uh, for the vibes, good times, and the woke news that I can only provide to you guys. And I love you all. Thank you guys so much. We're gonna jump right into this here. Let me just see here. Catch up on some donations because you guys are pouring them in today. My goodness. Woke One says, with a cookie, what's a D-Live? Great question, Woke One. I don't know. Miss Brandy J with the ship. Much love to everyone. We got two ships already in the house. Heather July with a can. Cindy with a cookie. A cookie with a baby. USN Veteran with a can. And Comfy in Texas with a can for Woke's baby diapers. Yes, we do need diapers. Never-ending diapers. <laughs> it's going to be my life. <laughs> but it's okay. I get to hang out with Little Woke uh, 2.0 very, very soon. As we're going to see here. So thank you guys. And as we see here, this, this is how you know they hit a, um, John Stewart hit a, hit a, um, hit that heart string that the libs just don't like. It's called their intelligence string. As you can see here, this is just some screenshots of this. I don't know. Maybe when there's an egregious right rise in hate towards Asian Americans, we don't need to see Stewart feeding it. Come on. And John, this is Scott Redemir. John Stewart spreading conspiracy theories on the late uh, late night show right now because he's too stupid to realize the coronavirus or an effing category of viruses, not just COVID. You effing moron! And big uh, big Nick Energy's uh, John Stewart. You okay, bro? And Smart Slink. Wow, John Stewart's going batshit crazy. <laughs> this, all you have to do to gauge whether something is based or not over the target, just go on liberal Twitter and do a search. 
it's very easy to find those. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Drop those taco emojis. This is your one day that you can, that I can tolerate it and all that good stuff. And we'll get into Wing Wednesday tomorrow. And just remember, guys, that everything, the schedule going forward is going to be 5.30 p.m. Eastern from here on out, from Tuesday through Saturday. And we might be doing something, maybe of a chill kind of call-in show, maybe on the weekend starting soon. Going to have to figure out all the logistics for that and stuff. But either way, we're at 8,000 gold pills. You guys are fantastic. We're going to have a wing party tomorrow. If Little Woke ain't here yet, and we're just, it's any day now, and we're just waiting and waiting and waiting. Great to see everybody here, guys. Let's get serious, and let's jump into the big stories of the day here. And we're going to start out, surprisingly, with this CNN article because it's spelling. I like to get, I'm very good at seeing things before they happen and getting ahead of things before um, before stuff really, really starts hitting the fan. And this, to me, this isn't a, this isn't a hardcore dig. This is something that we, were, we had a sense of when Joe Biden became president, or the fake president, on the 20th. But we didn't know when he was going to start waging war against Um, The newest, biggest threat that this country faces, which is apparently white supremacist and also um, domestic terrorism. This is what they're going, and it's starting here, and this is where we begin tonight. First on CNN, FBI warns lawmakers that QAnon digital soldiers may become more violent. And it's always they put in these words, may become more violent, just so they can cast their broad net to entangle all of us and try to ensnare all of us and just label us as a big group to justify going after everybody here. So let's see what this article had to say, because I normally don't have CNN, but this is extremely important. The FBI has warned lawmakers that online QAnon conspiracy theorists may carry out more acts of violence as they move from serving as digital soldiers to taking action in the real world following the January 6th U.S. Capitol attack. The shift is fueled by a belief among some of the conspiracy's more militant followers that they can no longer trust the plan set forth by its mysterious standard bearer known simply as Q, according to an unclassified FBI threat assessment on QAnon sent to lawmakers last week, which was obtained by CNN. But the report suggests the failure of QAnon predictions to materialize has not led to followers abandoning the conspiracy. Instead, there is a belief that individuals need to take a greater control of the direction of the movement than ever before. And I don't have to get into the rest of it, guys, to give you the sense of what they are going to do here. They're going and already painting the narrative, setting it up, putting in the subconscious of whatever whatever garbage human beings that still listen to CNN and the sheep that still live to CNN, uh, still uh, subscribe to CNN. They are painting this narrative right now that, you know, because there's no more drops anymore. We don't know what... We, People don't know what to, these people don't know what to do without their fearless leader telling them what to do. And what have we been saying, guys? Because I haven't talked to you on this channel in months. It has been months, and I was very open why I don't do it anymore. And it's not a knock on anybody that still does. Everyone, you get to do what you do. The internet's free as far <laughs> somewhat free still. And um, everyone kind of just doing their own thing, but we all have the same mission. We all have the same mission that we all want to be left alone. We want to make our livings. We want to still enjoy the culture of this country and still enjoy the freedoms that this country affords us and just leave us alone. That's all we want. But this tells me that they're going to be going after anybody and anybody that is actually against the establishment, against the DOJ, that talks about COVID-19 vaccines, how dangerous they are, that talks about election fraud, and they're going to do a broad paint stroke and label people as extremists. This is what they are going to do. And thank God that we made Foxhole when we made Foxhole. Thank God that I met the mats when I did last summer. Thank God we have a platform now that is a castle that we built in preparation for this. 
Because the timing of all this is never a coincidence. It's always something that needs to be questioned. And this is what's going on. The FBI and the DOJ are gearing up to wage war. And shout out to Methods. He literally uh, sent, the, he put this out here. Uh, he sent this over to me literally right before the show. And it this this is just like what we saw with COVID with the uh, mask police and the Karens going around calling police, um, calling coworkers or calling employers saying that oh, this person's not vaccinated, this person's this, this person went to Jan- on January 6th, this person doesn't wear a mask. This is lining up to be the same exact thing. And what am I talking about? This is from Breitbart. Biden admin ask Americans to report potentially radicalized friends and family. This is where it's getting dangerous, guys. And this is where the woke left are going to be the ones that get eaten first. They're going to be the ones ratting everyone out. And they know this is the thing. The establishment knows the lefties, their their arm, Antifa, BLM. They know these people are fragile. They understand this. They understand us, the patriots out here. We, us, the, the Americans that know what happened with the elections. They know what we know what COVID was. We knew where it came from. Screaming it for a year and a half. Not getting vaccinated. We are not the weak ones. Their own, their own group of people that they they've been they've ensnared. They know they are the weak ones, and so they're going to use them, continue to use them to try to weed out the strong ones. And they're going to do this, as seen here. We will work to improve public awareness of federal resources to address concerning or threatening behavior before violence occurs, the official said. The official cited the Department of Homeland Security. If you see something, say something. This is this is this originated from after post 9-11 because this was all over New York, New York, New York City, everywhere you went, even out here. There was these signs everywhere. I, honestly, I don't know if it ever that saying ever amounted to anything because I think it's pretty common sense, but they're using it again. And this time uh, to help stop a radical Islamic terror as a domestic possibility. That's what it was originally used for after post 9-11 when it's the wage and war on terrorists outside our country. But now it's being turned inside here to domestic terrorists, obviously. This involves creating context in which those who are family members or friends or coworkers know that there are pathways and avenues to raise concerns and seek help for those who have uh, perceived to be radicalizing and potentially radicalizing towards violence. This is dangerous words here, guys. This is extremely dangerous words. It's almost like the YouTube, it's a YouTube terms of service, Facebook terms of service, Twitter. It's all these, all these teams that just coddle and just, and just censor and just shit on free speech. They are saying here, you guys have pathways now to report on perceived people to be perceived to be radicalizing or the potential wrong think. If you see somebody that has a hint of this quote unquote radicalization that could turn to violence, we want them reported. This is going to tear families apart. This is this. There is nothing good here, ladies and gentlemen. There is literally nothing good to come from this. And I don't know how else to how else to get that across to any everyone else here. They're going after your families, and this is no different to me than what happened on January sixth, when people, family members that didn't know their family members went, they found out, and then they reported it to to their employer, to their family, and just ripped people apart and just said, "I never want to see you again, you you disgusting terrorist." And it was all just normal people that just wanted to come and support their country. We also what happened on January 6th, which we're going to talk about today um, by, by all means. But this is the direction it's going. 
And it's not just civilians that they're going after in this regard as far as radicalization. Because they don't even say what, 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 is, what is radicalization to these people. White supremacist. Where are these groups? Because supposedly they are, they are number one. Number one as far as threats to this, to this entire country. This is from the Daily Mail. White House calls Capitol riot a terrorist attack. And this is the problem. They've now labeled this as a terrorist attack. Introducing Pentagon anti-radicalization to stop the lethal rise of white supremacy in the military and pushes to purge the Internet of extremist content. This is now I told you guys, it's not just civilians that they're going after. It's the military. The military is being targeted heavily, heavily for wrong think to the point where you guys going to see here in just a moment. The Pentagon is to start training for uh, service members leaving. This is when they go and leave the military after they've already served, after they've already had to, to listen to critical race theory among their own ranks, to listen how p- white people are racist. They can never get away from it. Now, when they leave, they want to continue to indoctrinate. And this is all for to prevent them from being radicalized by violent extremists as part of the country's first domestic terrorism strategy due to be unveiled, which was today. It follows a review that stated the most dangerous elements of the threat today come from white supremacist and anti-government extremists. The White House also called the Capitol riot a domestic terrorist attack and report. And the strategy includes, this is how much money they're asking, guys, $100 million for the Department of Justice, the FBI, and uh, Department of Homeland Security for analysts, prosecutors and investigators remember when i told you guys that they're getting sullivan the guy that would not would not drop general flynn's case they're getting prosecutors like that to go after people um that they actually absolutely despise and that's what's happening here and in addition the department of defense is incorporating training for service members separating retirements in the military who may potentially be targeted by those who seek to radicalize them because according to their to their um their way of thinking, military are easy pickings for groups like Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, the Three Percenters. So in their minds, they're like, we need to get the wrong thing. We need to strangle the wrong thing out of these people right now while they're in our military and after they leave to make sure, to make sure they don't get radicalized. They're going after everybody, ladies and gentlemen. They're going after everybody, and this is extremely serious. And the last thing I wanted to show you here is the strategy will also address the danger of insider threats within the military or security agencies. Telling that which tells me is that they're going to continue to gut the military of of any of their anti-wokeness or people that are just like, I'm not racist. I'm not getting a vax. I don't believe in any of this garbage that you guys are trying to tell me that I need to listen to. Oh, guess what? We got a radical extremist here. Time to kick him out. They are gutting our military, ladies and gentlemen, and they're going after our families. This is exactly what is going on. And Christina Fontana, thanks so much for sharing the Foxhole stream on Facebook to all your friends. That is exactly how this is going to continue to grow here. And thank you guys for the continued support here. Throwing in from Navy Vet with a can. Howdy, my friend. Love to see you, Navy Vet. Mystic Wonder with a cookie. Diaper donation. Thank you. Lori Liberty with the shades and share within with a can. Thank you so much. I think we're close to 9,000 gold pills already. Beautiful. Awesome. Let's see how many we can get today, guys. Keep dropping them in. And thank you guys over on DLive as well for throwing in your lemons here. We're almost getting close to 600 viewers over on DLive. And the thing is, Terradax is ultimate. The Christians, that's their real target. They are serving their father, the devil. 
Yeah, dude, they're coming after everybody. Christians, anybody that believes in, uh, that does not believe in the establishment, this is what they are going after and what they are doing. And Filter Dog, so much with a cookie. Who gave you the cat turd taco shirt? <laughs> Actually, yeah. This was a this was a last minute uh, buy here, and I thought it was just funny to to see here I, the uh, the 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 uh, Mrs. Woke actually ended up buying this um, and a, as a last minute thing here. So that's it's also why I'm wearing it, but it's also um, it's just fun to play along. But anyways, guys, they're coming after civilians and they're coming after the military, and this is why it's getting serious. From the New York Post, the White House is calling the Capitol riot a terrorist attack and endorses extremist internet purge. Internet purge sounds exactly what already happened to all of us back in October. I lost my Shopify store. I lost my Patreon. I lost YouTube. I lost everything. Everything within the the first three months, and the censorship continued to follow on to PayPal, Venmo, everything. Pretty soon, it's going to be our banks. That's what they're coming after because anyone associated with anything that's, that's not wrong think they're going to go after. And again, this is just talking about how the White House is now labeling this a domestic terrorist attack, and they're comparing it. Guys, this is this is where it truly gets sick and just twisted. They're comparing it and saying the Capitol riot is described as an example of domestic terrorism alongside ni- the 1921 Tulsa race massacre, which killed an estimated 75 to 300 people, and the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing, which killed 168. 168. And as far as I know, guys, the ones that died... Um, the Capitol officers that died were from natural causes. None of these Trump supporters beat these people with uh, with fire extinguishers. And it was reported, and people just like to forget about Ashley Babbitt. What, we, we still, though, everything surrounding that entire shooting. The only people that got killed that day were Trump supporters. Let's be real. Let's be real. But we're going to lump in this event with the Oklahoma City bombing and the Tulsa race massacre. Guys, as much as Joe Biden is weak and frail and fragile, he is still somebody that is not to be underestimated. And his the, the puppets that are running the show behind him especially are not to be under uh, underestimated. It's Obama and crew. And whoever the puppets behind him are as well. Soros, all those guys. Can't say Soros, though, or you get kicked off of YouTube. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But I want to show you guys this clip here because this is very relevant. Joe Biden is going to be meeting Putin tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. What are they going to show on TV? What's going to be live stream? I don't know, but I'm going to be all over it because I'm going to, I want to watch. I want to watch the bloodbath that it's going to ensue. He had some words for a reporter here talking about the January 6th riots and his his views on it. And you guys might be really surprised at what he thinks about it um, because again. Russia's been blamed for so much of this stuff, which they could be part of as far as these hacks and everything going on, but we don't know for sure. Anytime the corporation media is uh, is spewing anything, I, I immediately have to think whatever they're saying, the opposite has got to be true. Check this out. Listen to what Putin had to say about January 6th and what he thought the people were doing um, as far as their rights according to America, America's laws and constitution. Of course not. We don't have this kind of habit of assassinating anybody. That's one. Number two is, I want to ask you, did you order the assassination of uh, the woman who walked into the Congress and who was shot and killed by a policeman? Do you know that 450 individuals were arrested after entering the Congress? And they didn't go there to steal a laptop. They came with political demands. 450 people have been detained. They're facing, they're looking 
they're, they're looking at jail time between 15 and 25 years, and they came to the Congress with political demands. Isn't that prosecution for political opinions? Some have been accused of plotting to topple, to take over government power. Some are accused of uh, robbery. They didn't go there to rob. The people who we have mentioned, yes, they were convicted for violating their status, having been previously convicted, given convention, uh, uh, given delayed sentences, uh, which was essentially a warning to not uh, violate any laws. And they completely ignored the requirements of the law. The court went on and uh, uh, passed uh, and turned the conviction into real jail time. Uh, thousands and thousands of people ignore uh, requirements of the law, and they have nothing to do with political activities in Russia every year, and they go to jail. If somebody, if somebody is actually using political activities as a disguise to deal with their own issues, including uh, achieve their commercial uh, goals, then uh, it's something that they have to be held responsible for. There you go again, Mr. President. What about America when I've asked you about Russia? <laughs> so that guy's response that tells you he didn't listen to anything. Didn't listen to anything Putin had to say because Putin actually said some really, um, some really logical-based things, and he even brought up Ashley Babbitt. He's like, what about the what about the girl that you you don't even want to talk about me assassination me assassinating? What about the girl that got shot um, by the D.C. Uh, Capitol police officer? That still they they still won't disclose what you're going to get into in just a minute. What about them? What about all the people that wanted to that were expressing their rights um, and weren't breaking the laws that got convicted? And he was at he was, and this is the thing. If if like media matters or someone else listens to this and be like, oh look, you see, you see these people support Russia, they're all Russian. It has nothing to do with that. Literally nothing to do with any of that. These are all things we've been saying already. These are just logical questions that we all know the answers to. It's just sick. How sick is it that you have Putin here? Spitting some base facts here, just some base questions, and the reporter's like, oh, see, I asked you about Russia, and you turned it on America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does, because he gets, he's been getting blamed for years and years and years of stuff that he hasn't done. Like like him and Putin, uh, Trump and Putin being best friends. Putin respects Trump. I showed you guys the interview from last week. He respects Trump. He says he's not from the establishment. He came up and beat everybody. He's like, I can respect that. It's just insane. I just, the, the dynamics are just crazy, and I just can't get over it. I really can't get over it. Mike Montano, the can. Great show, Scott. Pro Science shades over 10K. Thank you, guys. Fam Temasu, uh, Temis I'm probably butchering your name with this. Thank you with this. Sh another ship. Bless your, uh, bless your fam. Woken wife, woke one and two. Thank you. And Ryder with a cookie. I'm moving to Russia. I mean, if you want to move to Russia, that is up to you. I, I'm not going to tell anyone where to move. All I know is, as soon as uh, Little Woke's here, we're getting the hell out of uh, we're getting the hell out of uh, New York. That's all I know. But that's what Putin had to say about all this. And so, after I watched all this, I was like, man, I would really like to dive into um, just more of those events that happened on that day because what is it? What does it say about what's going to continue to happen with the DOJ message and the FBI message saying we're going to go after digital soldiers and go after and, and, and convince, try to convince people to turn on their families and all this stuff. Well, remember when we were saying that there was obviously infiltrators on that day on January 6th and we knew 
we knew Antifa. We knew we didn't know, you know, Antifa, BLM. We knew those types of people were among the ranks. A lot of them were militarized. You can tell by the way they moved. They ran up the stairs. They were very coordinated. Um, they had military gear on. That doesn't say that's that doesn't mean that they're military, but you could tell from the videos that we watched, there were certain groups that were obviously trained either in by police officers or ex-military. It was very obvious. Very obvious. So you have to wonder. Who are these infiltrators? Were they all Antifa? Were some of them White Hats? Were some of them FBI? And that's what I that's what I come that's what I want to get down to today. Were some of these feds involved here? Because I want to ask this question because there is there's there's a story that happened out in Michigan that we all seem to forget about. I'm gonna bring up in just a moment because it's all very relevant to what is gonna come down now and in the future. So of all the questions asked from the Gateway Pundit, they took this from um, Revolver News, which put out a bombshell bombshell report today about these infiltrators of all the questions asked words spoken and ink spilled on the so-called capital siege of january 6 2021 none hold the key to the entire event like when amy klobuchar asked of christopher ray and i'm going to get that question from klobuchar because it was actually a good question here and let me see let me just refresh this real quick so i can get the right video up for you guys it was a very logical question to ask and i want you guys to see this here and I think it's this one. Okay, yes, cookies are cool. I'm fine with cookies. And this is aggravating. <laughs> I hate when, oh, here we go, here we go. And they show up, we now know in this complaint with encrypted two-way Chinese radios and military gear um, that um, you must, there must be moments where you think if we would have known, uh, if we could have uh, infiltrated this group or found out what they were doing. And that, do you, do you have those moments? Absolutely. I will tell you, Senator, uh, and this is, this is something I feel passionately about, uh, that anytime there's an attack, our standard at the FBI is we aim to bat a thousand. And Christopher Ray, guys, just to save you some headaches, gives some BS excuse about what he's trying to convey here. And it says, Christopher Ray is able to uncomfortably weasel his way out of answering this question directly, partially because Klobuchar does, does him the courtesy of not asking him the question directly. And these politicians are very good at when they want to nail somebody, they will. And when they want to give softballs and um, exits, they do. They give them exit strategies. And this is exactly what Ray did. I don't care what anyone says. Ray is no good. He's not a sleeper. He's not a white hat. I am sick and tired of seeing this. Seeing those narratives, I'm over it. Klobuchar instead asked the FBI director if he wishes he had infiltrated the militia organization, uh, uh, organizations allegedly involved in the 1-6. And he didn't really give a solid answer on that. And 23 you know, the can, base Putin is good Putin. That is true. Tom Ford, 217 gold pills. Can you drop a link for the FBI DOJ article? Um, yes, my friend. I see people are doing it already. It's a CNN article. You're just going to have to copy and paste it um, if you're on Foxhole. Otherwise, on DLive, you can actually click it. We are getting that feature very soon where we can click links, um, but we're getting there. Um, so she asked the question of FBI infiltration, essentially, and he doesn't really answer the question. So let's go back here to Gateway Pundit. We at The Revolver have noticed a pattern from our now months-long investigation into 1-6, and in particular from our meticulous study of the charging documents related to those indicted. In many cases, the unindicted co-conspirators appear to be much more aggressive and egregious participants in the very so-called conspiracy serving as the basis for charging those indicted. The question immediately arises as to why is this the case that the, the aggressors, the ones breaking the windows, hitting cops... Why are they the ones that are seem to be getting off and the grandmas that were touring the, uh, touring the Capitol with their canes are the ones in the jail cells? It really makes you ask the question. 
But it goes on. It says, however, the possibility that the federal government had undercover and operat- operatives or informants involved in the events of 1-6 from its plan to its execution compels us to run, turn our attention to the second category of participants. And what is that? What would that be? Now, guys, what I want you guys to remember here is a story that happened out in Michigan. I won't ever forget it because it was a, 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 an attempted kidnapping of Governor Whitmere. And what I want you guys to remember here is, is that these groups, these militia groups that the media loves to paint as radical, um, violent people, which I don't, I don't know any of these groups. I'm not involved in any of these groups. I don't know any of these groups. Maybe some are. I can't speak for them. But from all we can see here, we have to be extremely careful where if it's coming from the FBI or coming from mainstream media, we have to question everything that's said. But I want you guys to remember this story from Michigan. Of course, we could we could point to the countless examples in America's history of undercover agents and informants being actively involved in various domestic terror plots. But for the purpose of the argument we're making here, we need to only go back a few months to the Whitmere kidnapping plot. Indeed, what if we told you that scarcely three months before the 1-6 Capitol siege, the FBI arrested 14 people for planning to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmere and overthrow the state government? And that the alleged conspiracy to overthrow the state government involved storming of the state capitol. And what if we told you that of the 14 individuals who allegedly plotted the kidnapping and overthrow of the state government, at least five of them were undercover agents and federal informants. And and as if that's not enough, many of the individuals allegedly involved in this plot appear to belong to the three percenters. One of the very same militia groups now blamed for storming January 6th. Are you guys seeing a trend here? And as the cherry on top, what if we told you that the director of the Detroit FBI field office who oversaw the infiltration operation of the Michigan plot was subsequently granted a highly coincidental promotion to the D.C. office where he is now the lead FBI agent for all of the 1-6 cases? As crazy as it sounds, all this is true. A full account of the Michigan plot and its parallels to the capital seeds runs outside the scope and purposes of this article. Nonetheless, it'll be useful to briefly flesh out some of the most salient details alluded to above. And guys, this article, it is a monster. It is a monster. There was no way I could cover all this today. And I'm going to drop the link because if you guys really want to get an inside of what we all knew what was probably going on as far as um, as far as FBI informants and our own government infiltration. This is what you'd want to see. And I'm going to drop a link here for you guys. It's in the DLive. I just put it in Foxhole, and I'll drop it over on Twitch. This is all very relevant because I feel like this is a, it, the, the that little that that operation that was attempted to be carried out to. Uh, the thing is, like, who who really wanted to to uh, to kidnap Governor Whitmere? Maybe these people did. What would that have accomplished? I have no idea. Obviously, no one here um, is encouraging anything like that. Anything even close to any anything like that. It's all it's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But again, again, it begs the question though: if they're able to do it in a smaller scale in Michigan, why couldn't they do it in D.C.? And oh, by the way. The guy that was overseeing the Michigan plot all of a sudden got the same promotion to the D.C. office to handle the FBI agents, uh, to handle the uh, 1-6 cases now. What a coincidence. 
And oh, by the way, if you guys didn't, re- if you guys forgot this too, the leader of the Proud Boys, we found out he was an FBI informant as well. Infiltrators everywhere, guys. And if these groups are doing bad things, then yes, they deserve to be punished by the law. And if they're doing illegal things, yes. But how much can we trust a woke FBI, a woke Pentagon, woke mainstream media, woke anything? Besides this channel, of course. (laughs) But I feel like there is a war coming, ladies and gentlemen, for people that just want to be left alone and people that are not towing uh, the establishment's lines, their lies, the COVID stuff, everything. And just this little quick story, guys, because it's not just it's not just normal people, even farmers out here. This is from um, routers here or RT government stole our water. U.S. farmers ready for standoff with feds in drought. They accept and they label this as expect right wing militia help. This is a little story out in Oregon where they where these farmers were getting choked off from from being able to irrigate water to their crops and they have a big problem with that because that sustains their families, their way of living. And you guys, this is the excuse they gave as to why they couldn't do it. So let's just read this for real quick. Our outraged farmers threatened to disrupt a federal order to stop the flow of irrigation water from a lake amid a severe drought in the U.S. state of Oregon. They warned that right-wing militias will back them in case of confrontation. Oh boy, oh boy, domestic terrorists, here we go. Farmers are protesting because they own the water in the Upper Klamath Lake. And he stood outside an American flag-colored tent that was up next to the canal headgates, which controlled the flow of irrigation water. He said, it's ours. It's ours. And the federal government actually just stole it. No due process of law, no compensation. Nielsen said, adding that federal officials have violated the locals' property rights guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution. And protesters brought signs saying, what are the farms and open the gates? No water, no food, no life. And this... This is what um, <laughs> this is what the excuse was. The U.S. Bureau of Reclamation closed the canal last month, saying that due to the extreme drought, there was not enough water left to operate operate properly. The bureau also said that releasing the water will threaten the endangered species of salmon that inhabit the lake. The fish have agricultural and spiritual significance. <laughs> yeah. To the Native American tribes who live upstream, so. They want to save salmon, use that as an excuse, oh, and then take the spiritual route that they has spiritual significance to Native Americans. So we're going to cut off your water to your farms. There goes your food. There goes your way of living, and this is what we're going to hide behind. Spirit fish. Spirit fish from Vampire Energy. Yes, spirit fish. And he went on to say, this impacts our family farms and these rural communities will be off the scale. Guys, what happens when they start coming after, you know, the families? The military ain't going to do anything about it. Then they start coming for our farms that China is buying up land in like crazy. And they start to slowly choke us out. Come for the farms, take away the food. And then we're forced to buy exports from all of our enemies. And God knows what's in that food. And we just we just go down shit creek here. I'm not trying to black pill, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. I'm just telling you what I am seeing as far as the writing on the wall. It's serious, and the people that want to defend their property, defend their way of right of way of living, they're going to get labeled as right wing extremists, and it's going to give the federal government an excuse to come in and shut them down. And there goes your way of living, and then you might end up in a jail cell for ten, fifteen years. Who knows? 
We need to get ready and protect ourselves now. And that does not, when I say get ready, does not mean get violent, go out and do something stupid. No, prepare yourselves for the worst in case anything does happen where there, where our rights will be trampled on. We know what our rights are. And as we're going to see here right now in a moment, what's going on with all the elections, because all this, all this is extremely relevant. I'm going to ask the audience a question, too, in just a moment. Let me just hop on back here real quick and check on those donations. I don't want to forget you guys. You guys are dropping a lot, and I super, super appreciate it. Let's see what we got here. We got uh, Tom Ford again with the gold pills. Got you, buddy, with the uh, link. I hope you got it. Uh, the Grouch said now the cookie and Maggie May with another ship, guys. That is four ships for today so far. Keep them coming, guys. The gold pills are flowing on today's show. Thank you so much. What's going on with these uh, with the election, guys? And this is why I'm saying, what do they have planned next? Because as I just showed you in the beginning of the show, COVID's coming to an end. New York and California are both um, letting go of these COVID restrictions. And the thing is, the, the moment the CDC said, if you're vaccinated, no more masks, to me, that was the official, un- official, unofficial end of COVID. But the thing is, I'm like, man, I really thought with Biden in office, they were going to really... I thought they're going to lock us down for at least another year. I really believe that. And the fact that they're not now, the fact that we're seeing what's going on, these jabs, what is coming? What what else do they have up their sleeve? Because, guys, this is this is their moment. This is the deep state's moment. This is China's moment right now to keep the boot, to keep the boot on America's necks and finish the job. But what am I seeing here with all these, all these officials, these uh Raffensburgers and the attorney general from Arizona who's done nothing, done nothing for transparency in these elections. I'm seeing these snakes trying to get back on the ship. This is what I'm seeing. This is from the Georgia Star News, and this is huge news, guys. And this is good. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. I really don't, but I'm excited and scared at the same time. In a stunning admission about the critical chain of custody documents for absentee ballots deposited into drop boxes in the November 3rd, 2020 election, a Fulton County election official told the Georgia Star News on Wednesday that a few forms are missing and that some procedural paperwork may have been misplaced. A Star News analyst of drop box ballot transforms for absentee ballots deposited in drop boxes provided by Fulton County showed that 385 transfer forms... And out of an estimated 1,565 transfer forms of Fulton County should have been provided are missing. That's about 24%. A number that is significantly greater than a few by an objective standard. You have a almost a quarter of your of your custody papers here, your chain of custody, where, where hands were passing to other hands, and that's gone. Missing. Why is this a big deal? Because until today, until yesterday. None of these county officials took any blame or allowed any transparency into any of these numbers or where stuff was handed off to between different departments. None of that was out there. It's out there now. So why is this important? President Biden was certified as the winner of Georgia's 16 electoral college votes um, with a narrow margin of less than 12,000 votes over former President Donald Trump out of a total of 5 million votes votes casted. 
The total number of absentee ballots whose chain of custody was uh, purportedly documented in these 385 missing Fulton County absentee transfer forms was 18,901, more than 6,000 votes greater than the less than 12,000 votes, a margin Biden certified victory in the state. Just what they have alone, ladies and gentlemen, because if you have missing ballots, they don't count. You have no chain of custody. You have no idea where these votes are, who they are. You have no idea if they're real, they're fake. They're not for the audit. They're not there. The number is greater than what Biden had won. So just if they just negated these out, Trump, Trump's got Georgia. We all know this. But here's the kicker. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger has taken no action in 156 of Georgia's 159 counties to secure copies of any of these absentee ballot drop box at transfer forms because China told them not to. And China also told them not to review them for accuracy or consistency. But this is why I wanted to bring this up. Because we all know Raffensperger is a big piece of shit. Him and Kemp, both of them are. Both of them are uber scumbags. No doubt about it. Kemp ain't going to survive against Vernon Jones. He's just not. Vernon Jones is going to sweep. He's going to get swept out. But do you want to see, and this is the thing, like people say panic. I'm seeing panic with this man right now. And this is why. This came out yesterday. Raffensperger said, Restoring confidence in our elections is going to be impossible as long as Fulton County's elections leadership continues to fail the voters of Fulton County and the voters of Georgia. He's throwing. He's throwing these people under the bus. <laughs> they need new leadership to step up and take charge. No, Raffensperger, you need to go. You need to be dragged out and face the people that you are afraid of. The people that called you and Kemp out for days and weeks, knowing full well that you guys were just being snakes, commies for the CCP. And he goes on to say in this tweet, new revelations that Fulton County is unable to produce. All ballot Dropbox transfer documents will be investigated thoroughly. Oh, now all of a sudden we want to investigate. As we have with other counties that fail to follow Georgia's rules and regulations. This is the thing, Raffensperger. You can come out and pretend... You can come out and pretend that you care about this now and you want to change things and you want to do what's right by the people. Knowing in your head, you said, oh, we got the election. The election's done. No matter what these patriots do, these, these disgusting Trump people do, they're going to go to the wayside and we're, they, can't, it's, they can't overturn the election. It's unprecedented. We'll be just fine. But I'm going to play this game. If anything does come up and things start turning, I'm going to pretend to be the man of the people. But it ain't working. And he threw it. He threw all of his people under the bus. All of Fulton County on the bus because they actually found the issue. They found some problems, some things that were not up to par. And Raffensperger, know what he does? He throws those people under the bus. Tells you everything you need to know about him. And the other thing that I'm seeing too that's happening. This letter was sent out by Mark uh, Bernovich, the attorney general out of Arizona, who has literally said nothing, nothing about this election, nothing about Maricopa County, no support as far as I can see for what they're doing. And Mark here writes a letter in response to DOJ, the head of the DOJ, General Garland, who came out last week and said, we're going to, we're going to make sure that these audits and the people doing these audits, they are following the law. Not whether there was fraud. They don't care about that. 
So the attorney general from Arizona got put his big boy pants on and sent this letter out saying, late last week, you made troubling comments about the ongoing efforts in our states to ensure election integrity. Your comments followed a May 5th letter from Pamela Carlin. This letter appeared more interested in supporting the hysterical outcries of leftist pundits on cable television rather than the rule of law. Where's this been, attorney Mark Brnovich? Are you also jumping on the ship because you can see what's coming? And guys, don't... This is the thing. I always say you got to look at timing of all these events. Why would the DOJ and FBI come out today and say we're going to start cracking down on on virtual uh, digital soldiers, uh, places that, that can breed violence? And They're getting ready to shut down their political opposition, and they've already pretty much accomplished that on big tech. Where else and how far are they going to go? Because the last thing they need, as we can see here, we're still here. Media Matters failed. All these places failed to get rid of us. YouTube failed. They just nuked all of us all in one day. Yet we are still here doing what we are doing. It's not going to work. You cannot shut all of us down. And the voices that are out here telling people to be ready, get ready for this stuff, because we're going to report on the audit stuff. We're going to hit nail it hard, just like we nailed Hunter Biden when all that stuff from the laptop from hell came out, and then we all got nuked. We ain't going to stop. We can't stop. But I'm seeing these people. They're trying to get back on the ship, guys. And for me, I say pull, pull the rope up and let them drown. I don't know about this attorney general, Mark Brnovich. He hasn't said anything about it, as far as I know. And I look at this stuff every single day. It was nice to see him uh, go after the attorney, um, you know, Biden's DOJ, and say this is a state's right issue. The federal government has no jurisdiction here, which he's right. But I've always wondered how far back like this this election fraud goes, guys. And I want you to see this quick video. I really want you to see this. I can't remember this guy's name at the moment right now, but it's okay. This man was the one that cracked the algorithms that figured out how they were cheating in these Dominion systems. And he tracks this back all the way to the mid-90s and 2004, guys. These same algorithms. And we wondered why. Have we really had true fair elections in decades? You guys... I'll let you guys decide that. Here we go. Pennsylvania. As I went back through history and applied the algorithm to older elections, all the way back to 1990 in the district I was working in in Pennsylvania, and you could just see all kinds of random behavior. You know, there's some stealing now and then. I could actually, it was fun because I caught a couple of, I found a couple of suspicious things looking in the past, and I brought the attention to my team, and they said, oh, yeah, we know about that. That's a ballot harvesting case over and such and such. So it's amazing how much you can extract with the mathematics. But anyway, so, and then about 2004, 2006, you could see the algorithm starting to grow in. And then when Motor Voter happened in 2008, big jump, and it, the predictability okay, started. Motor Voter, can you explain that, please? What does that mean? That means that what happens is when people go, it was a big emphasis across the country in 2008 where they started, you know, it sounds good. Let's register everybody so that everybody can vote. And so when people go in to get their license, their driver's license, you register to them vote. It sounds like a good idea, except it's really a bad idea. And the reason it's really a bad idea is because you end up registering a whole people, a whole bunch of people who are never going to vote. And you would say, well, what's the harm of that? And I would say, yeah, there would be no harm except that there are people tracking that and they know who's not voting. And that's key, ladies and gentlemen. 
This stuff has been going on for decades, and this man was able to apply the same. His name's Dr. Frank. Thank you guys in the uh, Foxhole chat for that. And great to see you, Miss Bourne, over with a cookie here from uh, We the People Insider. Love Adel, love his show, love the crew over there. Thank you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. He's been able to crack this, and it goes back to the mid '90s and out in 2004, and it just got built on. And then the uh, they did the DMV thing, where they able they were able to compile these people. They know which ones don't vote, and guess what they can do? They can print out ballots for these people and send them away. And there's really nothing, nothing anyone can do about it. This has been going on for a very long time, very long time. And I'm seeing so many of these people come out trying to get back on this ship, ladies and gentlemen. Even this from the Washington, uh, the Federalist. The former CDC head of Redfield says World Health Organization is compromised. Redfield, who is also a snake. Huge, big, big guy that had a lot to do with the AIDS pandemic and a lot of shady stuff that was done with Dr. Burks. Shady dude. Not giving this guy any any kind of pa- any kind of uh, any kind of passes here at all, but he did come out and say the who is compromised. They're a Chinese puppet. We all knew that though. But this is the thing, guys. What does this all mean? What is, what is coming? Because I really feel like we're not the precipice. We're definitely not the precipice. And I thought for maybe a little bit we were, but we're definitely not. What are these people going to be doing? What, what are they going to be playing? Well, I already showed you guys what's, what they're planning on doing with um, with what they want to do with these domestic terrorism policies that they're putting in. Filled the dog with a cookie. Did you see there's a chicken wing shortage? Yes, I did, my friend. I did. I didn't want to report on that till tomorrow, but thank you. I did see that. Um, I didn't let it ruin my day. Sarge Sparky here also with a cookie. Thank you so much. And I know, guys, you're like, oh, my gosh, there's so much terrible news today. Where's the fun? Where's the good stuff? Guys, there's just going to be some shows like this. I'm sorry, but we got to be real. This is from Zero Hedge, and if I had to put money on what these what these globalists, what these communists want to do again, because if you guys think COVID nineteen was it, China has way more in the in the DACA waiting for us. And this is the thing: what is an easier sell right now than COVID and pandemics? Because mass mandates, I highly doubt they're ever going to work again. They're not going to do that again. So a climate lockdown seems to be the push and the move to make, and this is why. This is why this came out. This was a report, an article that was written by an employee of the who, and it was published by mega mega corporate think tanks tells me this is an, this is a narrative injector that they want to start getting out to the masses. The text of this report itself is actually quite craftily constructed. It doesn't outright argue for climate lockdowns, but instead discusses ways we can prevent them. So we're just jumping into, Oh, climate change lockdowns. They're already going to be a thing, but how can we prevent them? Not, why are we locking down for anything anymore? We are just going to accept that lockdowns are a normal part of society now and ways to prevent these things. And it also says this cleverly creates a veneer of arguing against them while actually pushing the prior, that prior assumptions that any so-called climate lockdowns would be a necessary and be effective, neither of which has been established. But it doesn't matter, guys, because to them, the science doesn't mean anything anymore besides the words, the science. They mean nothing at this point, literally nothing. Dr. Fauci ruined that for an entire generation of people, probably multiple generations of people, because I myself will be telling my kids, when they grow up, about these times, and they will know exactly what the science really meant. 
But if I had to put money down on it, guys, I would love to know what you guys think. Do you guys think it's going to be another another virus that comes out that they try to do lockdown, or would you put more money on climate lockdowns? One, for another pandemic. Two, for climate lockdowns. I would love to know what you guys think in the chats. Let me know. I would really love to know. And what we're going to do here, guys, as we close out here, I want to show you guys this uh, video, and then I'm going to read a quote here from C.S. Lewis because I feel like it's so relevant. So relevant. I don't know which um, which guy from Pink Floyd. Let me see if I can translate this. Because uh, this was in, let's see here. All right, let's see. Uh All right, so this is one of the uh, singers or one of the uh, musicians from from Pink Floyd. And Mark Zuckerberg asked him if they could use one of the songs in their uh, in future promotions of the of the uh, uh, of the platforms and other things. And this dude is a hardcore libtard. And look at his response to Mark Zuckerberg and using his music. Watch this. It's a missive from Mark Zuckerberg to me, right? Arrived this morning with an offer of a huge, huge amount of money. And the answer is, fuck you. No fucking way. And I, I only mention that because this is an, an insidious, it's the insidious movement of them to take over absolutely everything you know so those of us who do have any power and i do have a little bit uh, in terms of the control of the publishing of my songs i do anyway so i will not be a party to this bullshit zuckerberg (laughs) yes i love it i love it i absolutely love it so guys i want to read this quote here i want to read this quote so I want you guys to really let it sink in. So I think it has every, every so much relevance to what we're looking at today. This is C.S. Lewis, a great, great author. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. Doesn't that sound familiar what we just went through, ladies and gentlemen? It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber barons' cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. They may be more likely to go to heaven, yet at the same time likelier to make hell on earth. This very kindness stings with intolerable insult to be, quote, cured against one's will and cured of states which may not regard may not regard as disease is to be put on a level of those who have not yet reached the age of reason or those who never will to be classed with infants, imbeciles and domestic animals. Now guys, I'm going to get really real with you right here. I'm going I really feel that these audits coming out, all this all this real real uh, truth stuff coming out, all these all these revelations coming out. It's going to help us. But I still think I I don't want you guys to get apathetic to the point that we, we we don't think that the left will still try to do some extreme damage and 
maybe go to war. I don't know. And just burn the whole entire thing down as we go down because it says right here to be cured against one's will and cured of states which may not regard as disease is to be put on a level of those who have not yet reached the age of reason. There is no, there is no, there's no reasoning with these people. We have tried. You know what we got? We got shut down. We got deplatformed. We were told to be quiet. And in a way, guys, at this thing, I don't like to look, I don't look down on people. But what I see, especially uh, even on Telegram among our own ranks, just low IQ morons that just don't get it. Imbeciles. And C.S. Lewis says domestic animals. What do you think the left is? What have I been saying, guys? If the communists take over, you know who they're going to slaughter first? They're domestic animals, the weak ones, the fragile ones. BLM, the Antifa blue-haired freaks that walk around Oregon. They'll be eaten first. And what's going to be left is us, the strong the strong ones that didn't get this vaccine. That didn't subjugate themselves to this propaganda or woke up during this entire time. I don't know if there is reasoning with these people. So the thing is, guys, there is no coexisting. So... We're going to go our way and they're going to live their own way. And there's going to be states that house these people and there's going to be states that house like-minded people with us. Right now, the key for everybody is to get yourselves in a place where you're surrounded by people in real life, not digitally, but in real life that are like-minded. That is that is the key for everybody right now. That's what I really want everyone to really try to accomplish because, guys, you're not going to want to be in an area surrounded by these domestic animals. And I think that's a perfect way to describe some of these people. Full-blown libtards that just will suck at the teat of government and propaganda, gladly take the vax, take selfies of their band-aid on their arms. Those people, those people. To be classed with infants and imbeciles, that's what they are, they're babies. Low IQ morons. There is no, guys. And that's, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I thought that quote was perfect. I mean, they may be more likely to go to heaven, yet at the same time likelier to make a hell of earth. We need to protect us. We need our government to protect us from ourselves. And we need, we need to, we need to, we need to, that is the cure to all this. Guys, this is the playbook. This is the playbook. It's ugly. It is ugly. Cage farmers like the like that I use the word teat. <laughs> oh yes. Love you guys over though on the uh, gold pill. Uh voxel system with the gold pills. You guys are crushing it. Let me hop over there. Let's see what we got going on here. What do we got? Heather July with another cookie. Mystic Wonder with a cookie. You got my last hundred gold pills. Congratulations, Mr. Wonder. That is an honor. Thank you so much for anything. That you and everyone else are donating. And Wise Mob Bear, Scott, you bring the salsa every time. That is what I do, Wise Mob Bear. I try to, at least every show. Trying to bring it to the people to let them know this is what's going on. I just want you guys to be ready for it because I, I really, I don't, I don't see the military coming in and establishing some kind of, you know, I, whatever they can establish. I mean, guys, I had, I had, I had a lieutenant colonel on here break down the logistics of what martial law would look like. And he said it was only going to be a couple 
a big cities like New York City, they there they don't there is not enough manpower in the military to do martial law on every city in every state. It's not gonna happen. And if you really think that, um I just don't I just don't see a reality where the left's just gonna be like, okay, we give up. They're going to do some really super shady things and they're going to go down in a blaze of glory, guys, until there's nothing left of them. And there's going to have to be a major shift to get us over this hurdle. I want this all to happen non-violently, peacefully. But we'll see what happens. We shall see what happens. But thank you, guys. Thank you guys for hanging out here. We're going to hang out just for a couple more minutes. You guys were fantastic. Make sure you go, guys. If you want to continue to support the show, go to WokeSocieties.com and go over to the store section of my tab here. I got to get, a, I got to revamp my entire website. I have a, I have to revamp so much stuff. Just, I have, I'm too occupied with Little Woke on the way. Yeah, Bree says, especially the military under this admin, laughable. It is laughable. It is laughable. They're already gutting it right now. This doesn't mean nothing... I can't even, I don't want to say that. Never mind. They're not going to be, there's, there's people that get what we get in the military soldiers. It's not going to be all lefties, but they are trying. They are trying. They, and why is my, yes, they are going to go down fighting. And I don't know what that looks like. I don't know the timeline on that. We can get all these audits out. I don't know. Just check out the merch guys. Look at team wings, team tacos, high societies, truth equals hate speech. I love those shirts. All the woke societies, uh, apparel here, hoodies, Hooded t-shirts. I love the hoodie t-shirts. They're my favorite too. Defund the media. Orange man rad. Participation trophies, mugs, all that good stuff. And of course, guys, you could always enjoy me on wokesocieties.tv, on the Roku, and all that good stuff. You guys can sign up for a monthly subscription or a yearly subscription. That is another platform that will never take us down. That is another castle and all that good stuff. Go check it out, guys. Great way to support. And go check out Flip City Mag. Flip City Mag and get yourselves an amazing, amazing, hilarious magazine that you will absolutely love and laugh with. It's kid-friendly. It's family-friendly. It's absolutely hilarious. And the art is beautiful. And anyone that has art, that can make art, that would love to contribute, possibly contribute to this amazing magazine, please email me at wokesociety1111 at gmail, and I will send them on. I will send you over to them for more information. Guys, we're at 15,652 gold pills. Thank you guys so much for all the love. Let's see how much we can get before the end of the show here. We're going to end it. I'm going to end it in four minutes. And uh, we'll do the scratch off. And then you guys can be on your way to see the other content creators. Obviously, Frank is here. Quite frankly, everyone loves him at 7 o'clock. So we'll do the we'll do the scratch off in three minutos. Let's go over to DLive real quick and check out my fam over there. My D-Live fan, there was more people over here. Maybe because I didn't treat you like stepchildren. I am so sorry. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Let me open this chest for you. With a whopping 11. I, I, You know what? Every time, you guys, the less and less of this chest on D-Live, it makes me happy because it, it, makes me, it helps me know that you guys aren't giving your money to cucked out platforms like D-Live because they're douchebags. And uh, there you go. You guys gonna you guys have to split up twelve lemons between five hundred of you over here. Good luck with that. You want to talk about commies? 
<laughs> that's, just, that's this is this is what it looks like right here. Good luck with that. But if the chest is released, guys, thank you. Yes, and Odin is technically due on Saturday, but we'll see what happens. Uh, we shall see if uh, he's here or not. I don't know. I don't know. We'll rock some Jesus music until two minutes is up. And we'll do the scratch off and all that good stuff. Thank you guys so much. Yes, and we broke 16,000 Maggie Mae with the shades. Thank you so much, Tom Ford. Another 217 gold pills just cooking some surf and surf. Tom, what are you, what kind of, uh, what are you making, my friend? What kind of meat are you making? No Cuomo. No wine mug. <laughs> Christina Fontaine, I can certainly ask my brother to see if he can um, get one of those for sure. We have uh, Drunk Wives Matter, though. Does that help? It's a wine tumbler. <laughs> no, Christina, did not release the lotto tickets yet. Uh, one more minute, and we're going to be out. This is good because it keeps the, all the lurkers and the people that want to bounce. Daisy Chains with the can. Diana Cassiole with the can. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. WD-40, I love that name. That's so funny. Great name. Can we hit 17,000 gold pills? We're close. 17,000 gold pills. We're so close. Let me check uh, Cash App. Yeah, my brother sent this. Vladimir Putin asked NBC News who ordered the assassination of Ashley Babbitt by the Capitol Police. Putin knows what's up, guys. He knows what's up. Good on Cash App. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. So, drunk singles with a boyfriend matter? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to look. Guys, we got it to 17,000. You guys are fantastic. Thank you so much. We'll turn down. Uh, I don't want to leave. <laughs> nope, you don't got to leave. We're gonna do it right now. You guys are so you guys are so kind, so kind as the woke fam always is. Lori Liberty with a can. Lana Wilbur, great to see you, Lana Wilbur. Great to see you. Thank you. Love you. Love is coming your way as well. Thank you so much for that can. Lori Liberty with the can. Lynn RC Seven with a cookie. Dana Castle with a cookie. Sergeant Sproggy with a cookie. Nina with a can. And. Tanette Booth with a cookie. I said your name right, finally. Where's my music at? All right, guys. Hope you're all ready for this uh, scratch-off. It's coming in hot. Where do we got it here? In three, two, one. Lotto tickets are out. Go get your scratch-off, guys. Big Buddy Boom. Okay, Scott, so it, was, it was a fun year and a half, but the last five shows had had audio problems that are still happening. Big Buddy Boom, there is no audio problems on this end. I watch it. It's not on, it's not on my end. I have almost 1,500 people watch me on every show. If there was audio problems, I'd be getting blasted by literally everybody if it was on my side. I'm just being honest with you, my friend. I don't know what it is. I can hear everything playing back. I don't know. I don't really know. Red, uh, Real Red Blood says, I'm curious to know how many people in China have gotten the vaccine. <laughs> Who knows? 
Who knows? I have no idea. I really don't know. Hey guys, is my audio, my audio okay? I'll ask the audience right now. How's my audio sound? Just to double check, because I, I don't, I, I wouldn't know if my audio was garbage. Scott, have you watched the series, uh, series called The Chosen? It's produced by small independent church production company, Rivals and Equality. I have not, 417 right on DLive, I have not seen that. I'll have to check it out though. Yeah, I know. No audio problems. I know. Yep, everything is 5-5. Five, five. Yeah, so I don't know, my friend. I don't know if it's something on your end watching my show. I don't I don't have the audio problems on here, but it's okay. Let's get on out of here. Guys, make sure you catch me tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Eastern as long as Little Woke is not here. Follow me on Telegram because if I put an update, it's going to be on out there. Follow me on Gab, BitChute, Rumble, all those places, guys. Make sure you go support my sponsors. Thank you all for the amazing gold pills that you guys sent me today. It's super appreciated. Love you all. It's only going to get better from here, guys. I will see you all tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Eastern to be determined with baby. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.